Okay. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Just Impolite uh, Love podcast, episode five. We're going to talk about traditional gender roles today. Uh, I am here myself. I am Dave Glazebrook, and I'm here with the lovely Jennifer Parker and our two loud, loud dogs. You will probably hear uh, Ruby chewing in the background, and Harry is going through some sort of existential crisis and continues to whine the entire time. But you noticed how he came over to my couch. Yes, he did come to your couch. He abandoned you. Yeah, he abandoned me because I guess I was petting him enough. So, uh, so today we're talking about traditional gender roles. You have wanted to talk about this since we first met. I did. Mm-hmm. This was one of the first ideas you came up with that you thought... This and civil discourse, you got all giddy excited about. Yes, because I didn't get it. Because it causes arguments. <laughs> Why? Why do you think it causes arguments? I don't know. We just can't. I think it's probably. I don't know if we'll disagree on this stuff. I think it'll just be different points of view. People um, like that we disagree. I know. So let's give the people what they want. Right. Right. So I had a crazy day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I had um, written a children's book, yep. Think But a Thought. Um, I read it at the local library during the morning. Um, a friend of mine who I used to work with in the school system showed up. She surprised me with her whole entire classroom. That's awesome. Enjoying story time. That's fantastic. That, was, that made me cry. That must be really cute. She has a really close friend. First grade, you said? First graders, yeah. And then um, left there. That bone is huge. <laughs> She's, She's quite enjoying it. <laughs> giant bone. Yeah. Uh, left there, um, went to, I'm really going to bury myself on this one. I went to an energy healing session. That's right. Um, which lasted three hours. Three hours? Yes, I was wow. Q&A, um, talking for an hour, and then on, she uses a massage table. She's a Reiki master. Okay. On the table for two hours, she said I was out. She said I, I was snoring so loud. <laughs> and then um, never lasts that long. I opened my eyes, and it was like an hour before I had to be at the library for the second time. Yeah. 6 p.m. 6 p.m.? Yeah, I had to be there at 6 p.m. Um, had some people show up that were kind of a surprise. One of your yoga students showed up. Yeah. She's becoming a good friend of mine. She's very nice. And she said that last time we talked about her on the podcast, someone called her. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and they said, you need to listen. <laughs> but... Um, she was funny. She was smiling, and she was describing the podcast to the other people that during the lecture, yes, it came up, and um, she was describing what it was about. And I think she said something like, "She goes, Jennifer kind of challenges Dave." <laughs> and I think um, it's uh, I'm not your typical female. Moving right into gender yeah. roles, <laughs> a typical female. Or the female I might imagine you with. Okay, yeah. So gender roles. So so you're not a typical... So what is a... Let's get started there. So if we look at traditional gender roles, 
and the role of a man and woman, or the male and female. My blood is boiling. So, okay, so like traditional gender roles, are you going back? I think you need to clarify. So I think you need to go to a decade and say, we're looking at gender roles from well, this time period. No, here. I mean, like, I want to define what a gender role is. So, you know, men and women do have different roles in society, child rearing, and things like that. I think that were biologically and maybe not even biologically. There's a social construct that's been created throughout human history that is a basic framework that works to raise children and protect and ensure the continuation of the species. So can we just, so let me ask, who created this construct? Humans did. Do you, do you think it was a collaborative effort between men and women sitting at a round table? No, or? no. I think it's. I think it was probably developed over thousands of years of what worked and what did not work. If you had to guess, was it by penises or vaginas? Um, well, it was probably by the penises because uh, when it comes down to it, in <laughs> in general. Men are larger and stronger, and they can force things. So larger and stronger, are they more intelligent? No, that doesn't mean they're more intelligent. It just means they're bigger and stronger. I really hope your family's listening to this. Well, in general, they are. Is that not correct? Um, I mean, I'm not saying there's not women that are extremely strong. I'm not saying there's women that are not, you know, could couldn't play football but um, in general this is so we get to the same point in this conversation every time we've tried to like map out what this podcast would look like and that night that you were so mad at me <laughs> you wanted to do this you wanted to do this topic and I could not even get past this first point well because you. well is that not true it's not true. It's not true. You know what's so odd about the internet? It knows what you're thinking, and it knows what you're so, working so, on. So, so in general, men are not larger and stronger than women. No, in I'm. I'm gonna say no. In general. In general. Have similar. you ever met some large women? Absolutely. I've I've met women that are. I think I'm bigger than you. <laughs> Wait. I, I just want to share, you can keep talking, Dave, but uh -huh. I want to share this quote that just popped up in Instagram okay. tonight. I told you I was going to bury you on this one. Okay. We haven't even started yet. Not... Okay, so do you know who Virginia Woolf is? Uh, I've heard the name, yes. You heard the name? <laughs> she, she might have something to do with the literary world. Yeah, she might probably. have been like one of the most amazing writers. Yes. But she said... For most of history, Anonymous was a woman. That's fine. I'm not saying... This has got nothing to do with intelligence. It's got nothing to do with capability. But so, so far you're saying it has to do with strength. Strength. Physical strength. In general, I would say men are bigger and stronger. You know why I'm smiling? Why are you smiling? Because my first husband was 5'4". <laughs> Okay, that's a personal, That's but that's personal. It's a personal I, I, antidote. I'm just saying in general, in general. So if you take the average male and average female, in general, men are going to be bigger and stronger. 
you're saying this with certainty and I'm not trying to knock you and I'm not trying to be like the bratty older sister, but like you're also in general coming from your perspective. You are a large man. Yes. And you are a very strong man. Yes. I, oh, Harry, I'm not mad at your daddy. I, I would argue that you're not typical. Uh, maybe not, but I would think in general, men are built differently. It, just like a woman's body is built to have children in general, right? All right, I'm going to concede this so, point so we can move forward. Well, I'm just saying, is that not true? I think it's a generalization. So my two daughters, yeah. Anna's age 20, right. Libby, who you finally met. Yeah. It took us an act of God to move the earth. <laughs> Libby's just turned 16. Mm -hmm. So Anna has the body of a 13-year-old boy. I hope she Beautiful to girl, right? Yeah. She's a beautiful yeah, girl. Picture. She's very beautiful. Libby is developed and looks like a 20-something supermodel. Right. So I think that there's a preconceived notion that the masculine energy is this tall, broad-shouldered, chiseled face, well, strong. Yes. That's, I think that's the ideal. Well, that's that's a gender perception. Yes. I'm, I'm saying that in general. Not all women are curvy and no, are... No, and not all men are big, broad-shouldered and no, chiseled. No, but even tops. when it comes to bearing children. No, absolutely right. Certain women, I have a child-bearing body. Mm -hmm. Very, very fortunate because yeah. I wanted to have children. There are people in my own family, my... My poor sister keeps coming up. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. She's very short-waisted and shorter and was not built to carry a baby. Right. But yes and no. She still has... Did she carry a baby? Right. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, even though nothing's perfect, right? So nobody's going to have, like, the perfect body to do anything. I really feel but, like arguing tonight because... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying men are not built to have children. We are not capable of bearing children. Bearing children. But now in today's age, it does not take a woman. No. I'm, it, that, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual physical body of a male. It takes one penis, one vagina... Well, it used to. In a classic sense, yes. It used obviously to. That's no longer true. Well, obviously, science and medical science you know, has, has developed so we can... But a man cannot get pregnant. But that's a valid point, that is it time to move beyond the traditional gender roles when the facets of what our beliefs are right. no longer hold true? Right. Right. So, <clears throat> if you look in today's society, so you have two women who decide to have a child. So, a lot. Right. Or two men that have decided to have a child. Or one woman. Or one woman. Or one man. Or whatever it is. Whatever that fi family dynamic is. Does that mean... So if you have a, you know, two men that are living together and they have a child, is that child missing something? Where, where are you going with well, this? Well, I mean, like, so... So, so you're so, talking to a single mom right now. Okay. Oh, someone's coming home. That's okay. We'll <laughs> 
Ruby, Ruby. Ruby. Sit down. Sit down. No, she's gotta, she's gotta go gush. She's like, wait. That's like if anyone ever tried to break into this farm. Mm -hmm. I think it would just no, they, be they, a they nightmare not, they, for they, them. No, they were not made. Before. No. Yeah. Um, so well, what, what I'm just saying is, so like, yeah, I think in the traditional model, and now if we're talking more of like the last 50 to 200 years, let's say, of what men and women are supposed to be in a traditional sense. You know sense. what's scary when you say 50 years ago? My head went to 1950 for yeah, some reason. Yeah, mine too, and it's not 19. That's it's like not 70. even That's close to that. Ago. That's why I said, oh, maybe, maybe 100 and... 200 years ago because 1950 if we were having this conversation oh they would they would i would be sitting here <clears throat> nodding my head at you right well and then also i think people would in that sense would also say that you know if you had two men that were living together and had a child that that child would be missing the motherly whatever right which and i think this is my whole problem with this topic in this show because I I don't necessarily, and I know I keep using the word penis and vagina, but like it is what it is. <coughs> I don't necessarily believe that a penis equates traditional gender roles. Like no, I've known, my no. first husband was an incredible nurturer. Like to the point when Aaron was born, we used cloth diapers. Before he would change Aaron's diaper, he would put the cloth diaper in the dryer to warm it up. Oh, that's, would I do that? No, no. Well, and what this this is, and this is why I, I like this topic is because, in the traditional sense, so if we go traditional, the woman is the nurturer and the and the man is the provider, right? In a traditional sense, does that mean a woman can't be a provider and the man can't be a nurturer? No, absolutely I mean, not, right? I think it's funny you're sitting across from me having this conversation. Why? Because I think I'm guessing that you've probably dated with or been with women that probably leaned closer to traditional woman roles. Yes and no. Um, I would, you know, I, I would say this, that, you know, um, the women in my life generally like to have, um, they believe in a, like a gender role or a role of the man or the woman, but not in a traditional sense. Um, in what like, way then? Well, you know, I think. They, Let me ask you some questions. They, well, they, let's let's put it this way: they kind of maybe looked at the man to lead a little bit more. <laughs> this is the face you just made. Uh, so, uh, you know, Wait, can I ask you questions? Sure. Because this is so painful. Yeah. Do the women in your life, and like from what you've told me about your mom, I'm taking your mom out of this conversation. Oh, my, my mom would, my mom would, my mom, yeah. I've actually well, started um, creating this. My this, mom is a very independent. Yeah, I, I have a feeling she's not fitting. No, well, but you know, but you look at this in the way I was raised. My mom stayed home. I did too at one point. Right, and. So, I mean, if you're looking at traditional gender roles in that sense, that was traditional. The man went to work. The woman stayed home. She raised the kids. You know, but in our family, I, and I don't think my parents did it because that's like that's the role. I think it was just because that's what worked at the time. I mean, my parents had four children. It was a lot of work raising four kids. 
and to have somebody there that was just more beneficial than having someone go to work, uh, paying well, for daycare. I think that was the times too. Like yeah. we had five children in our yeah. family. My mom stayed home, or if she did work, it was on my dad's books. Right. My dad had his own business, yeah. or she worked nights. Yeah. But um, so let me ask you these questions. Yeah. In in your experience, from your perspective. Would you say that generally it's the male that is the provider financially in the family? In general, yes. That doesn't mean it has to be 100%, but in general, yes. And then would you but say... Why? why? I, it's not my experience, well, so I, I don't I just, know. So the reason I would say that most men, or I would say in the... The society is set up for the man to be the provider. The reason is that is because, A, men can't have children. So women would have to leave the workforce to go have a child, right? Men leave the workforce to go serve in the military. I, I, but that's still a paying job is it? that can provide for a family. Okay? So in... The society is set up so that a that, that's why you I think you have a lot of the you know these jobs that are traditionally This is our It's Sarah got home. Okay. But also because of this is one of my so when I was in Augusta, one of my Achilles heel is one of the platforms that I adopted or was very conscious of and tried to legislate from is that traditionally entry-level positions for male gender are a livable wage. So we're talking about truck drivers. Right. So traditional, so roles traditionally men would fill that don't require a college degree. Correct. Okay. Traditionally roles that women would take teachers social workers nurses lnas cnas anything within the health industry where they didn't even nurses yeah teachers yeah it's, it's um, much less it's not livable right because but it but yet it is ruby come lay down but yet it's a full work week Yep. And challenging physically, mentally, and emotionally. Why? Why? And I'll tell. And, this and is not, should it still be? No, and it should be. Now, I'm not saying this is right. I'm. This is my perception of why it's that way. So once again, society is set up for the male to be the provider, right? So if a woman got a job, it was secondary income. Unless. And I, I, just, just, no, but just, I do have to argue this. Unless even in the 1930s, 1920s, 1940s, 1950s, 60s, unless her husband passed away, unless she never got you. married. I'm not disagreeing with you. However, society is set up that you're supposed to be in a two-person family unit. Does that work anymore? I don't think it does at all. You and I, I are sitting here in single right. family units. So, but that's what I'm trying to say is that Right, wrong, or indifferent, this is the way it's set up. 
Why did you want to do this topic? Because you're going to find out how right I am. I'm so wait. Which point are you right about? I just just. Okay, I'll listen. I was going to say a very sexist remark, but that's okay. I'll stop. But it, society is set up that the woman's job is a secondary income. It's not primary. So that it it's not as valued monetarily as the traditional male job. So therefore, it makes less. That's why I think it's been set up. To, and it's just, it's ingrained now. It's ingrained into our society where, yeah, so a teacher that I know nowadays, you have to have a master's degree. You have to have several certifications. And if you have a master's degree and you have several certifications, at least here like in southern Maine, you're probably starting off about 35000 maybe $40,000 a year. So what happens when a man enters a traditional female occupation role or a woman enters a traditional male occupation role? What happens with the pay structure then? I I really don't know because I've never been in that situation. I've never I've always been in a traditional male role. I know mine was about the tune of ten thousand dollars. Yeah, about ten thousand dollars for okay. someone with um, about the same experience. And this is in mm -hmm. technology. Um, maybe one or two years older than I am. And I sat across from him and guided him through his position. And he made more. $10, and he made ten thousand dollars more. And I think that's a problem. That's definitely a problem. But when we look at traditional, the, these roles have have set up how our society works. Like I said, so these roles have determined a lot of things throughout human history. That's why I mean, that's where that's why I was trying to get to the point where men are physically bigger. Right, but I I'm so sorry, so, and I'm not so, trying to be indignant. No, no. So, so in general, who went off and fought the wars? But who started the wars? I'm not. I'm not saying. It's, see, you're getting into this philosophical. I'm just talking. So, okay, yes, men. Not, not that women couldn't, didn't fight. I'm not saying they didn't. There were some extremely fierce women warriors. Mm -hmm. But Joan of Arc. Right. Well, Joan of Arc. What, you look at Amazonian Amazon women warriors. Thank you. Oh my gosh! Remember, I was like, yeah. But what, I mean, what's the island where Wonder Woman? Yeah, came but from? no. I, I I did um I did Wonder Woman for the movie Trivia Yoga one night, and yeah. I, I was talking about and so I did some research on it and they actually went into the Amazonian women. You know, they used to cut off one of their breasts so that it would stop interfering with them pulling a bow back. I do believe that. Like. Talk about dedication, like His, holy was, crap! And I, and then again, be mad at me for being philosophical. But my mind goes to who made that decision. I don't know because now there are plenty of women that shoot bows. Yeah, right. With breasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, maybe in they, the Olympics. Yeah. So, it's 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 not that women can't fulfill these roles. It's not that they're not capable of these roles. It's just that in society, at some point in our history. And we're talking probably thousands of years ago. And it probably had to do more with 
child rearing and birthing than anything else. Hunting and gathering. I, right. you know, what? I can set that's, on that. That's that's what I'm saying. It's, I agree so, with you. Hundred so percent. So when a woman gave birth, okay, she's not going out and running around and hunting down the saber toothed tiger. David, even if a if a woman is menstruating up to a certain point where there were solutions that yeah. allowed her to be mobile. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, I'm, that's, I, so I agree with I you. I think it 100%. started out of that. Now, <clears throat> at some point, society, in I would say just about every culture, there's probably a few out there that was a little different, um, but the value of women was started to be depressed that it was not as valued as a male role do you think it was ever as oh great book since you're such a historian buff what book the mist of avalon so camelot king arthur's court okay, yeah. merlin mm-hmm. lancelot okay. so the mist of avalon is about <clears throat> Um, the sword in the stone mm-hmm. where the sword was kept in the lake and guarded yeah. by the lady of the lake. Yeah. So that the community that guarded that stone and the ways of the Druids mm-hmm. and the pagans yeah. were, it was a matriarchal society. Yeah. And it's what, so and they were the ones that were entrusted because of their feminine energy. Correct. So this is where I think we as a Western culture, started to change that feminine role and depress it because of we brought Christianity to a lot of these places and where they valued the feminine role and energy far more than we did. The Christians did? The Christianity. So when we were talking about, <clears throat> when we were bringing Christianity to Europe, per se. Who, wait, who, you're saying the Christians valued the female no, role? No, no, okay. not as much. Let's just so, well, that. What they did was they depressed, so the Druids or the Pagans, if you will, valued the feminine energy far more than the... It was balanced, I think. Well, it, it was probably more balanced, but, so in they had feminine gods, they you know, things like that. Like So if you even think of like the Egyptians or uh, the Romans and the, and the, uh, the Greeks, it, 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 where, yeah, if you go into the, to uh, uh, India, like they have... Feminine energy gods or goddesses, and in order to Christianity when it was spreading, and I think this is wrong too, because I think if you if you really look at Christianity, what it is, I think it, it's it's more balanced than it became. That they tried to oh, it was the Christianity in its current form is not what I think it should have been. That's what I don't think you realize how much I know about Mary Magdalene. That's what that's what I'm saying is is that it, it, women had a far larger and more prominent role in Christianity and it's but not form. in the retelling of it exactly so in order to make Jesus who was a man seem more powerful they had to depress the feminine energy and goddesses and they also in that started to strengthen the male model or gender role as more superior to the female. And that transferred through our society up to today. My head is going in so many different directions exactly. right now. Well, it was going to take us to 
off to the Book of Thomas that was omitted from the Bible, right. and also the, the, the Book of Mary Magdalene yeah. that was omitted. So the Council of Nicene in 373, something like that. So basically, Constantine, when he when he became a Christian, got all the Christian priests together and said, "Okay, so where's your book?" And they said, what do you mean? Well, we got a whole bunch of books. Okay, where's your book? And he said, basically, get your shit together. Go form what was we now understand as the Bible and make that your rules and regulations, if you will. And the Council of Nicene got together and they all said, this is what's going in the Bible and this is what's not going in the Bible. And, the and it's a, it's, so it's, 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 it's like if you're it's like a business pamphlet, right? So you want to make your pamphlet better than the other business. So oh, what do you got to do? You got to make out it the parts about women. And right. Also, well, if, if 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 your gods, if some of your most powerful mm -hmm. gods are women, and your most powerful god is a man, is God a man? Well, do you think God in the Bible is portrayed I, as a man? I think he's. I think God is portrayed I mean, as a man. Yes. Jesus is the son of God. Yes. Well, but Jesus, so so if you look, at it's the son of God. So Wait, he's is a, this, should we save this for, because you wanted to also do religion and spirituality. Yeah, well, next week we're going to do energy. Oh, geez. I'm going to. But anyway, so. I think that, you know, we've been talking about gender roles that you and I, we knew going into this one that this is not. I think we're agreeing. I think we're agreeing. You're just you're just stubborn. <laughs> no. it's you're, you're you're coming at it from a different angle. You're coming at it from rights. Is that right or wrong? It's not right or wrong. It's a, you're coming at it from a rights and and um like you you're know coming at it from a suppressed gender. Right, but I'm not. I'm I'm trying to take the emotion out of it. Why? I'm just saying what it is. So you want to right, talk wrong, about energy it, next it, week? It, yes. Why do you want to take emotion out of the conversation? Well, because we're not talking about energy. Is emotion feminine? No. Because I'm just I'm just trying to tell talk about what a gen, the gender roles are and why. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, you can talk about the pay gap. You can talk about uh, reproductive rights. You can talk about like that all leads into this, but I'm not talking about right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm just talking about why you know do we have gender roles. I think this would be what, funny. What are they and why are they there? Let's it helps us better understand <laughs> Understand what? Why we're at where we're at today. Well, sure, but the system and structure is crumbling. And it's, it's it crumbling? loosely exists as, as you're describing it. Okay, so let's, I have a funny thing that we can do. Okay. Why are you closing That's your eyes? Just... If so, you and I operate separate households. Yes. You have a you have a large home. I have a large home. Yes. And we both have the same chores. Yeah. Arguably, I have many more chores than you because of the farm aspect, and, and I have, have a, three buildings. And you have a, you also have a children. And I have almost seven acres. Yeah. And you have a postage stamp. It's a postage stamp. <laughs> yes. It's, in it's town. a nice piece of property. I, you know what? If it came down to it, I would choose your house over mine. Really? So I, I choose your house. Well, let's just switch. We should just switch. Just even. But swap. so say, 
say say just hypothetically you moved into the farm with me. Yeah. You're okay. the traditional male. Mm -hmm. I'm the traditional female. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what our roles would be. In a traditional sense? Or no, say we say or tonight we said let's save money. We're going to move in together. Okay. And we're going to <laughs> we're going to operate this farm. Okay. You and I, right? Because right. that's all we have right. as perspectives. Okay. What would that look like? Well, knowing you and I, I think we'd probably divide a lot of stuff evenly. Like, so who... Would it be based on gender? No. Would gender enter into the no. decision process at all at this I think, point? I, no, I think it would be based off who is... A, available, B, is good at it, and C, who's capable of it. Nothing to do with our penis or vagina. No, I would think not. Who would make the bed? Beds. <laughs> Who would make the beds? <laughs> Just kidding. No, but even like last week, what did I do? Or two weeks ago? I don't know. I cleared how many logs. Oh, yeah, you were saying you cleared the logs. Yeah. You saw the pile. Yeah, I'm not... But see, this is where you're getting confused. I'm not saying you're not capable. I'm not saying any woman is not capable. We're friends, and you knew I was going to do that. Yeah. Like, and it's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Is that it's got nothing. To, gender role has nothing to do with intelligence, ability, and capability. So what it? So for me, I'm. I make the money. I do the bills. I do the upkeep on the house. I somewhat wash the clothes and put them away. <laughs> Housekeeping for both of us. We had this conversation tonight because we have essentially two full-time jobs and then side jobs and then animals and then other things that yeah. we do. Housekeeping is low on both of our lists. Yeah. So I guess this is, this is my rub is that like even in my marital life, the traditional gender roles that you're talking about. Like, I guess I could go back to my childhood. Maybe. You know, we were raised, if someone's working, you're all working. No one's a bystander. Right. If someone is chopping wood outside, everybody get out there and chop wood right. and stack it till it's done. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. Who you are. Right. Um, and maybe, maybe that's part of the reason that... Well, I also think that gender roles I think like no other time in human history right now is being challenged ever since the feminist movement started I think you are really starting to the, the, the roles of gender traditional roles are being much more challenged than they ever, ever before I, I don't know and again this is like when we talked about discrimination like the suffragettes mm -hmm. they they went to battle for the right to vote yeah. and physical battle. Mm -hmm. They were beaten. They oh, were yeah. killed. They were mm -hmm. kicked out to the curb by husbands, by they, they gave up everything. Mm -hmm. And then if, you know, women like Harriet Tubman, uh, Susan B. Anthony, like uh, Joan of Arc, we've already said, you know, 
women writers. Oh yeah, the no, Bronte the, sisters, women, right? Women have always been there. I just, I think in the last fifty years or so, it's really been challenged more than it ever has been. I think Mary Shelley. Do you know what Mary Shelley wrote? Yeah, she wrote Frankenstein. So I think that women have always found a way to be who they truly were, mm -hmm. but yet they had to do without the accolades or the compensation or the recognition or the fair and just treatment. Correct. So for me, that's a masculine energy to persevere, to fight, to Absolutely. push forward blindly. Yeah, like I to me, that's that. masculine. That's the warrior you're talking about, right. the hunter. Right. You go out there and you make that happen and it's, no and it's, matter it's, what. It's, it's got nothing to do with capability. No, I know. Right. So that's, that's next we thought when we're talking about energy. I feel as though that women have always had masculine tendencies. Men have always had feminine tendencies. I would agree. And they existed as roles. They just weren't talked about. They just weren't promoted. Right. Or they, or they became were shunned. Or they were suppressed. It's, it's kind of like boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Boys don't wear pink. Right. Exactly. So is, Boys is, don't play with dolls. So, so I, I told you, is pink a girl's color? Is it? Is it? Do you have pink in your closet? I think I do. Not much, but I do. I have a Lovebirds do donut shirt that's pink. No, I don't have any sequins. Do you have any leopard print? No, I don't have any leopard print. Do men wear heels? Some men do. Some men do. But I always, you know, is, is pink a woman's color? And I, I think the answer is no. It's a color. It's mm -hmm. got, it's, 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 that there's no gender that goes with a color. Then what is a gender role? It's a made up construct to make our society function. Does it make our society function? For a certain time, it might have. But mm -hmm. like anything else, things change. And that's what I'm saying. In the last 50 years, so sometimes it's systems are set up to do what? Keep people in power. That's yeah, what I would agree with that. Right. So, or keep people suppressed. Or, or, yeah, keep the people that are in power in power. And um, so when you have this, what we call the American experiment going on, the side effect of that is that uh, if you look at, if you read a uh, the Prince by Bacha Valley. Yeah. It always talks about how you take trees. How do you take over societies? And you cannot take over a free society. The only way you could take over a free society. Is to starve them. No. Is yes. To kill, no. Is to kill every single one of them. No, David. Because, no, no, because as, as, let me finish. Let me finish. So, because as long as one survives, the idea of freedom is still in them. So the idea that we gave people freedom or allowed them to pursue their freedoms, that they can go do what they want to do. And over time, if you have a more educated populace, as we did, and there are more people educated now in the United States than ever before. And now you have, so that's why I'm thinking like in the 1970s, when you start to really have the feminist movements really start to pick up steam women entered the workforce. I think it's, I, I think it's, 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 
it's it's not luck that in the 1970s and 80s, the United States economy exploded. Why? Because basically you had 50% of the brain power of this country that was subjected to just certain roles in jobs. And now they were entering corporate America. They were entering other places in the society, and that brain power is getting used in much more places. So that's why I'm saying gender roles in general have been more challenged in the last 50 years than ever before, I think, in human history. Because you have an intelligent populace that can question things and are going into roles that are historically male and doing a good job. You know, when I was elected to the state represent <clears throat> representatives, what's it called? As a state representative, um, someone gave me, I'll show you, it's downstairs. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, I don't let you go downstairs. No, you don't. Um, someone gave me a framed photo of the legislature in the early 1900s. Yeah. And it was a history teacher at the Marshwood High School school system and um it was all men of course so i have that hanging on my wall and then above it is the picture so when you get elected and you're in the chamber they always do a picture a, a picture a group right. photo um and you're sitting in your assigned seats very right. formal there's a lot of traditional rituals yeah um traditions um so i, I have my photo um not my photo but the whole group's yeah, the whole photo group. And um, I, I believe the year that I was elected, it was the largest number of women representatives in the House. Mm. And I think they have surpassed that number. I'm almost definite that they have. Um, and, you know, you say, why are you being so philosophical? Why are you interrupting me? Why? You know, which... Honestly, everyone listening to this podcast is going to be thrilled that you're finding your voice <laughs> telling me to sit back, Parker. <laughs> and I'm thrilled that you are, too, because, you know, there has to be that level playing field, right? Right. You have to, you have to stop using your masculine energy on me. I'm very masculine. Don't you think? In certain ways? Maybe. You're not even looking at me. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that when it's hard not to think or react or feel from your own perspective when something is so in your face and so real and you've yeah. lived it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been the stay-at-home mom. I've been the single mom. I've been the wife that made more than the husband and then took a severance package and all of a sudden I had zero income and was getting a $50 allowance. And I'm still wondering how that happened. Um, I, I think that they want to think that there is a system or a traditional way of being and doing. But I think that we are so far away from that oh, as a people. And, and I think now as a global society, you know, the, that was a buzzword when I was at college, that one day we'll be a global society. And everybody was like, mm -hmm. Yeah, they, we couldn't imagine it, right? Like it was USA, USA. We were the number one country right. in the world. And then also I remember 
in college them saying that one day nobody will have cash in their pocket. <laughs> right? We're like, almost there. Where I think from, I even wait on tables and get cash, and I almost never have cash in my pocket because it yeah, goes straight I, into the ATM machine. Well, I just I carry like twenty bucks on me. That's about it. So, what still exists as gender roles? So, if you go on a date, mm -hmm. you're not dating. You wanted to make that explicitly clear. But if you did go on a date, who pays? I will. Always. Almost always. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I should. And Do you open the door for yeah. your... Yes. Is that chivalry? How do yeah. you say that? Chivalrous. Chivalrous? Yes. Was, the way, was that the way you were raised? Yeah. I would be a gentleman. Ask me questions. Like what... I don't know. Like I, so, this, I mean, this whole topic boggles my mind. Well, so that, that we're then, even doing so maybe, this. So maybe you know, and there's a good and bad to everything. So you know, when we have talk about gender roles, you know, is being chivalrous a good thing? Is that something that we'd want to get rid of? Can both people? Could I open your door? Oh, of could I you pay could. for dinner for oh, you? Of course you could. I wouldn't let you, but Why? I could. I have paid for a lot of stuff for you, though. You haven't paid. You don't think so? No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that it's tricky talking about gender roles because a system that sets up traditional roles in a society proclaiming this is the way to a functioning, healthy, thriving family unit, family system where it has failed so many, so many times, is a tough well, conversation to buy into. I, well, it is, because why? It's not about, no longer at least, maybe way, 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 way back in it was, keeping a family unit protected and surviving. But at some point, it's, it was no longer about the family unit. It was about maintaining power. That's all it was. It was about maintaining power. For who, though? For men? For men. For men. It's like, you know, Elizabeth I. You know, they just call her the Virgin Queen. Why didn't she get married? She was not a virgin, though. I'm sure she was not. She was highly sexual. But why did she not get married? She was very intelligent. Have you read any of the biology? Yes, but biography? why didn't she get married? Why didn't she? Yeah, why didn't she? She get chose not to. Right. Why? Because she would she would lose her power. Correct. So even back then, she recognized She killed her own cousin. Right. She she recognized it back then. That no, I'm not getting married because as soon as I get married, he becomes king. Well, let's talk about King Henry. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. How many women did he kill? 8. Just 8? Oh gosh, we're gonna have to look. This I don't up. have to look that up, but I mean, there was quite a few. Anne Boleyn. Anne Bo I don't know. It was at least three or four. And why did he kill him? Well, it was, I, well, because he he would accuse of infidelity, which is kind of, I, I don't want to say funny because it's not funny, 
but because he just slept with whoever he wanted to. Mm -hmm. He actually had syphilis quite badly. In fact, his one son, when he was born, with syphilis. This is a great topic. So if we talk about gender roles and sexuality, mm -hmm. is, is being sexual, is there a certain power in that for yes. men and women? Oh, I would say so, yeah. Are women shamed if they're sexual? Or are young girls raised with the belief that they have to save themselves? Is that still a thing? I don't think so anymore. Would you say that? I would say not anymore. I'm just thinking about one comment you made about a bathing suit lips head on. Well. <laughs> right? Like if she was my daughter. Uh, yeah. I feel like, well, it just, maybe that's a patriarchal thing. Is that a protective thing yeah, or is that a gender role? No, it's a protective thing. I think Societal. It's, a it's just a protective thing. But... Um, Men or young boys? Well, it's, you know, if you go to some religions, the reason women are covered up from head to toe is not because it, it's, it's so they don't tempt the men. How do you, that still goes on in today's society. I know, that's what I'm saying. School dress codes are written. So they don't tempt, so, so they don't the distract the boys. the students are not distracting to the boy students, and this comes up. So I've had children for 28 years. Mm -hmm. I have seven years between Aaron and Anna, five years between Anna and Libby. Yeah. This dress code kit issue has come up every time. It came up when I was in high school. Right. It's not going away. So that's the argument of the gender roles. <laughs> Is clothing distracting and to, to boys? Right. Is it like so... I've never heard it in the other direction. Well, but, but yeah, right. If and a boy has tight jeans on. Right. Is that just too distracting to the Or a tank top. Yeah. His muscles showing. Right. Is that it's too never brought up. It's never brought up. It's never. I'm going to tell you, it could be distracting. Yeah. Hi, Harry. Yeah, but the, you still have major religions in this world. That's why they do it. They cover women up from in certain ways because you go down to, I think it's in, uh, I know it's in Mass. There's a, uh, a religious sect down there. Like if you go in there to go see somebody and you're a woman, they give you clothes to cover up because it's too distracting to the men in the, uh, the I think it's a monastery. And it's like, really? So the guys can't control themselves? So I, um, my second job is I wait on tables at a small bistro. It's very, it's beautiful. The food's incredible. Um, this topic came up at the table. Harry's trying to get by. We have a different setup tonight. Yeah, Harry, come here. Come here. Um, there you go. And it was two moms, a dad, and myself. I was the server. Mm-hmm. And the topic came up of teenage girls wearing belly shirts to high school. Okay. So it was very interesting because I currently have a teenage girl. Would that be distracting to a teenage boy? Well. Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you as someone that was a teenage boy, 
just being a woman in the same room was distracting to a teenage boy. Like, it had nothing to do with a belly shirt or whatever she was wearing. It just... It was very interesting to me that so both women, very good friends, you could tell, one was all about young girls being empowered, mm-hmm. having positive self-body image, being able to wear what they wanted to wear regardless of their physical shape. Right. Because that's inevitably something that comes up. If a young girl doesn't have a flat stomach, she has no business wearing right. a belly shirt. Ridiculous. And the other mother, which is very courageous, I feel, stepped up and said, it's absolutely distracti- distracting, but... Ironically, she has a young boy in high school. Right. Or, of course it's distracting. And I don't know who these women are, only right. from getting to know them at waiting on their table. Well, of course it's distracting to a boy, but that's, that's beside the point. It's, it's, what about cat calls? Are those distracting to girls? I, I would say they're pretty horrible. I mean, it's sexist and wrong, right? So, Still very much happening. Oh, Sure. Libby and I got them in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I get them all the time when I'm walking around the shipyard. I know you love to tell me about your cat calls that you got. I don't get any cat calls. I do not get any cat calls. Um, no, you get dog calls. You get <laughs> dog <like> calls. <laughs> puppy calls. Um, so, I don't, what, where do we want to go? Well, I, 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 I think that things are changing. Um, it, it's, it's like anything else in society. Things take time to change. It takes, it goes slower than most people would want it to go. Um, I think if you look at the gender role and the place women had in society today, as opposed to 70, 100, 200 years ago, it's come a long way. doesn't mean it's done. No, I think traditional gender roles are changing. Uh, which is good. I think it's becoming more of a balanced effect. I think there is a, like you said it earlier, and I think that you said it, it's exactly right. There's a feminine energy and there's a male energy. And uh, a person can have both. In fact, they do, have both. does have both. I think they do have both. Uh, when you talk about, like in yoga, they talk about there's a, you know, uh, the sun and the moon. Like the, the fire side is the male side and the cooling side is the female side. And they balance each other out. So, and everybody has it. Everybody has it. So, uh, we've met feminine men. We've met right. masculine women. Absolutely. And then we've we've all met very balanced individuals. Right. Yeah. So, and but even when you were saying that, so a masculine, you know, woman or a female, a feminine man, are they really masculine or feminine, or is that just our perceived perceptions of what society tells us? is a gender role. It's like when a guy is wearing a pink shirt. Is he? Well, no, that's a good point. Is he being feminine? That is an excellent point. You know, in the state legislature when I was there, we had a female speaker of the house. I was fortunate to be appointed to the Committee of Health and Human Services. That's a pretty heady community Mm -hmm. committee. Um, The chair woman was, she was a woman. Um, and she was a neurologist. So I think that, like you said, things have changed immensely. That's right. And there's still a long ways to go. Uh, but 
just like you talking about that. You're a yoga teacher. Yeah. You're a masculine yoga teacher. Right. You are the guy in York that teaches yoga. That's right. how I first heard about you. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and I don't look like, and people, you don't look like a yoga teacher. Well, no. what, what is a yoga teacher supposed to look like as a guy? Very tall and very thin. Thin, probably a, a man bun, some sort of piercings, you some think? sort of, probably. I always think of Gandhi. Okay, yeah. Like the ribs are showing, the oh, rib okay. cage yeah. protruding. I was thinking more man bun, an ohm tattoo somewhere. You're thinking of a millennial. No. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Do you think we solved anything today? Probably not. Probably <laughs> Do you think we worse. irritated we, we, people? We probably made things worse. I think I irritated. No, I don't know if I irritated you today. You irritated me yesterday. Yesterday? Uh-huh. How did I irritate yesterday? I don't know, but I, someone asked me today in the store how long we'd known each other now. You were like, too long. And I said, we're, we're past, I said, Dave was talking about superficial, Oh. superficial relationships. I said, I think we've passed that point because we're starting to, <laughs> the nicety, the niceties have worn off sometimes. Yes. Um, I think there's still respect. Oh, of course. I would hope you feel that I respect uh, you. Yeah, I hope you think I respect you, too. Tonight you got a little masculine with me. That's okay. Are we, um, we, are we an hour? We're almost there, yeah. I don't want to go too long. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's I, you know, we're not going to solve it all tonight. And uh, I think that it's it's... But I think it's something people should talk about more often. I think it's something people should be comfortable of with, comfortable with and aware that more and more that divide is lessening. Yeah. Um, I think that being the, as a woman, being the owner of my own business, running a farm, um, you know, being an entrepreneur, those are traditional male, male yeah, 70, roles. 70 years, 70 years ago, if you were doing that on your own. Like 70? You yeah, say 70 years ago, if you were doing that on your own, as you are now, there would be questions like, where's your man? Or I bet you... Women were doing it back then. I know they were. I'm yeah. not saying they were. It wasn't widely accepted. Right. It, it was it, questioned. Exactly. Yeah. No, I it's not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think here's what I'm going to say. The whole fact that we call our recording of time and the stories of our time his story. story is a reflection of yes, our history. What we have been told and taught as a society. There might be something to look up and wonder why it is called his story. Because it's his story. Well, it's, is that really why it's called or is yes. it something else? You, that's for next week. But like because I've seen that before. Oh, this is her story. Did you not notice? Yeah, my podcast no, I know, is her but, story. But I, I know, but like, you know, I, I've seen that before. Like I wonder where that the word actually generates from or if it was like doing it is this a wager? I, no, I don't think it's a wager. You have more money than God. I do not have more money than God. God has a little bit more. God has none. <laughs> God is a woman. You do know that. 
that God's definitely a man. Definitely. There's no kind of doubt in my mind. You don't think that God might be both? No, he's definitely a man. You've seen the he stuff that you guys have beard. have you seen the stuff that you guys have to go through? You crazy? Have I seen the stuff that I guys have to go through? Are you talking about childbirth? Yeah, childbirth. Your 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 menstrual cycles, your your, I just screw that. I thank God every day. Like, hey, thank God I was born a guy. I will tell you, there were moments during natural childbirth that I questioned my existence <laughs> and ever wanting to move forward another day. There's, there's, there's a reason why women do that stuff because guys couldn't handle it. There's no way. The, the human race would die off within I 20 had, years. Well, I don't know if this is comical or not. In someone's eyes, it might be. But I had natural childbirth, not by choice. Oh, I was really? asking. I was asking for the epidural, but there is a certain window of time right, in which they, you're dilated. Yeah, and they didn't get to you in time. Didn't get to me. Oh, geez. Because it was a it was a whole bunch of male nurses on the floor at that time. Males. And they just don't get no. I have to tell. That's men, not true. It's the men's problem. No, I, you know what, growing up, I always felt closer to guys. I always had a lot of close guys. Even today, I have three guy friends, not including you, that I go mm -hmm. to for sounding boards or just to say, hey, look, this is what I'm thinking or feeling. Am I being, an, am I being reasonable, paranoid, hysterical, mm -hmm. emotional? Are you being a woman? Am I being a woman? <laughs> am I? And I... I'm joking, by the way. Anyway. No, but I will be honest that, you know, especially if you're you're trying to gauge how something's going um, in the real world, right? Like professional, whatever. And oh, yeah, you need you need a sounding board. I need it, and I tend to I tend to go to med for that, or my sister. Yeah, your sister. But my sister is, you know, an incredibly brilliant woman. Professional does not fit the gen. The gender traditional gender role either so well it's because i think because once again gender roles are made up they're contrived right they're made up by they, men they, yeah by men throughout his story exactly yeah that's why i did not want to do this episode why this was good was it it's a good conversation that is a good conversation you know what someone said to me the other day is that um, they like that we talk about difficult things mm. that we don't always agree and neither of us are seemingly fearful to say what's on our mind. No, I mean... It, With the retribution of not being friends or whatever, you yeah. know. I mean, but that's what we kind of want to do is we want to have honest conversations, right? Yeah, and and if I'm wrong, I've I've changed my mind several times. Me too. I've changed my own mind as I mm -hmm. grew older or had mm -hmm. certain experiences. You realize that men are right? Men. All right, I, I got to stop because I'm going to go off on a tangent. I'm joking again, everybody. Just some men joking. are right about some things. Some things, not much. The dogs did not go to bed tonight. They're antsy. Um, so, moving forward, are we moving forward? Yeah, I would say so. At least another podcast. I just one more. Um, David 
is in charge of picking the topic. So next week's energy. And what energy? I don't know. Just energy. Let's just to say energy. We can we get to find the topic as we go forward. You just want the whole world to know what a weirdo I am. <laughs> so I, I want everybody to know what I'm dealing with. On a, sometimes, on a sometimes when we have conversations and we're talking about energy, and I see that blank look in your eyes, looking back at me. <laughs> and then you always bring up your no, mom. My no, because my I I've learned a lot from my mom on energy and. And she's opened my eyes to things, and uh, being a yoga teacher has also that done that too. And uh, uh, talking to a lot of my yoga teachers and things they've experienced, and uh, very open to it. So there's a universal law based on energy. Did you know that? I don't know. If, I don't know which law you're talking about. We can talk about it next week. Yeah, so we'll talk about it. It's next. actually the premise of book two in my children's series. See, I think I'm going to learn a lot about this next week from you. That's why I'm excited about it. Oh, that's very nice. I do. I think I'll learn. And, you know, I, I, I've tried to be open to this as much as I can. Uh, but I, I think I know very little about it. I know big picture stuff, but not little picture I stuff. I think you... Um, you experience it. Uh, I had a friend one time that I met a few years ago and she listens to every podcast. She reads everything you write. She reads everything I write. She usually is one of the, the dedicated likers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and she's one of those people that I met and she kind of, you know, people that live certain premises or theories or ways of being without necessarily knowing the vocabulary or the premise behind it, or um, the theories behind it. Um, when we first started working together, she was so open and aware to all of this energy and, and way of looking at the world and, and an understanding, but she had no vocabulary or no... Um, she didn't, she doesn't describe it. She'd never been to the New Age section of the library. Yeah, oh, okay. You'll either arrive. Bad or good, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's just... Yeah. And so I would say things, and she would... I, Oh, my gosh, I love this person. She'd hold her hand up, and she goes, that's enough? <laughs> You've moved out of my realm of possibility. And I said, but you just did it. And she goes... And she would always smile, and she goes, until next week, right? Until like, next week. But she always had this curiosity and this desire to learn more, and... You know, there was someone in the kitchen and that person and I would inevitably always get into conversations in quantum physics. And then I would always want to tie it back to metaphysics. And he was always the science nature. And See, we I, would like very much like you and I. I think that's where we we're going to head banter. I think that's where we're going to head. We'll probably head to next week because that's how I, I, I try to bring everything back to some sort of scientific understanding but even some people have a hard time grasping quantum physics and that Mm. it is an actual study of science yes and that it you know um einstein's work and max planck's work and where they were bringing it forward into quantum physics and now you know the new generations of scientists are taking their their theories and and tweaking and changing and proving um some traditional 
educated, science-minded people want to foo-foo quantum physics. Why? Um, you know, simplified, it's the wave and the particle, which we've talked mm-hmm. about, and people get that. Then you bring in the ether, mm-hmm. and that the ether connects everything. So instead of, you know, you learn those diagrams of the cell in yeah, dark matter. middle school, yeah. you know, where you have the proton, the neutron, and the electron, and then it's the egg shape, and then there's nothing yeah. in between. Well, they've disproved that, that there's actually something in well, between. Well, it's, that's it's what, ether. Well, ether, but if you look out into the universe, it's called dark matter. So one of the universal laws in talking about energy is as above, so below, as right. within, so without. Oh, yeah. If you look at the construct so, of an atom, it looks very much like a galaxy. If you look at systems. somebody's pupil. Hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So let's let's save this for next week. This is going to be cool. This will be a good episode. That's that's going to be a good episode. This episode was horrible. This was not a horrible episode. <laughs> this was good. This was horrible. You're just getting emotional about it. You're, I was trying I'm to. I'm acting in. like a woman. Well, you are a woman, so there you go. You should be acting like a woman. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a power. Women are powerful, strong, intelligent. All women? Right. I would, well, <laughs> not all women. Are all men? That's just like not are all men. All strong. No, they're not. This is my problem with this episode. No. But, the, well, that's why you have to go. It's, it's. Have you and I arm wrestled yet? No, because you would lose. Do you know that I move furniture by myself? I have this wow, weird innate move. strength that I've had since you a child. Move furniture by yourself. Down. That's, look at that huge bureau in yeah, the hall. I move that me. down the stairs by myself. I'm not saying you're not capable and strong. I'm just saying I might be a little stronger. I don't know. Just a little. What are your anyway. What are your nicknames for me? <laughs> anyway. So thank you for everybody for listening today. Uh, if we screwed something up, uh, please let us know. If you have any questions or comments, let let us know. And I, I really appreciate the fact that you said that last week and someone did let you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, for yeah. a whole day. And then uh, so if you'd like to, to talk with Jennifer, you can meet, meet her at a little something in Maine or a little something in South Berwick, excuse me. And then uh, if you if you want to do a yoga class with me at Yoga and Yoke, stop on by. Otherwise, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>